What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know we can't go nowhere unless we come to the Windy City. Yes, period. So we coming to Chicago. October the 13th, we're going to be at City Winery. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 8. Y'all know we love Chicago. We about to turn up. We about to have a ball. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all, if you missed the show last year, you are going to be so mad if you miss it this year. I promise you, it's going to be super lit, super turned up. So make sure you go to www.poorminds.com right now and get your tickets October 13th, Friday. We'll see y'all, Chicago. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. It's a goddamn solo episode today. It's a solo episode. I feel like we haven't did a solo episode in a long time. We haven't in a long time. But, you know, that's I think that's a good thing. You know, people want to come on the show. You know, we booked. Mm-hmm. We, we booked up, book, book the bookie butts. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do, girl? Girl, working out. I'm I know. so sore. Jim is like, <laughs> Jim really is like. I'm not gonna lie to y'all though. No, it is like I'm so sore. Like ever since we got back from Miami and Ibiza, like everything that we did in August, like I really been nonstop going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. I'm trying to do like a little detox. You on your own with that one? Yeah, I like not drinking out for like a few weeks. It makes me feel like refreshed and rejuvenated. A good start, but. Yeah, I'm not drinking. I'm meal prepping. Well, I'm ordering meal prep through a company. So, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I went to Houston. I had all the boudin. I ate all the beans. I had mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I was eating bad. And then Mr. Reggie did tell me that he was like, Lex, you know, make sure you work out, but just don't. He was like, you can eat, but just don't eat crazy. Yeah. Oh, I was eating real bad. Yeah. I was eating every time I took a bite. I was like, damn, Mr. Reggie gonna whoop my ass. Bitch, you know you wasn't. I sure was because that shit was good. But I'm not going to lie. I didn't get off. I didn't gain any weight. I didn't get too far off. So, you know, I only worked out one time in Houston, but I was just having a good time. You know, I hadn't seen my nephews in a long time. Um, My nephew turned 10, you know. He's getting so tall. He's getting so I was like, oh my God, when you posted that video of him. He is literally getting so big. Yeah, he's getting big. He's I remember when he used to be singing new editions. Time fly. Now, he get it from his auntie. Mm-hmm. A little tot. He, he was don't. a little tot. But he yeah, was so little. He's so little. He's going to sixth grade. He's going to be in junior high. He's going to sixth grade? Yes, bro. Yes. For real? Yes. Cra- He's about to be in middle school? Yes, that's crazy, right? That is insane. Literally insane. Sixth no grade. fucking way. Girl. That's crazy. Wild time. He's gonna have a locker, bitch. <laughs> you remember when we had lockers? And we had locker partners. Oh my gosh. Like, you had to decorate your locker. Mm-hmm. I remember I thought I was so cool because I had a shelf in my locker that I bought. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to have the little shelves. I used to have two. So, you know, we used to have A day and B day in the mm-hmm. block schedule. So, I had We my, had that too. Yeah, I had my A day books at the top and my B day books at the bottom. Then I had my thing all decorated. I had B2K mm-hmm. on there. Little Christina Aguilera. Girl, my locker wasn't even decorated, I don't think, for real. Because we had to share. My school was so fucking big. We had to share lockers. Like, nobody had their own locker. We all had locker. Yeah, parties. a few people did have to share lockers, but for the most part, everybody had their own. It was like the people had, like, 
transferred as middle of the year, mm-hmm. late registration, stuff like that. But yeah, we definitely had our own locker. And they used to be timing us, like, oh, to we go had to five club. minutes in between classes. Yeah, and if you got caught in the suite, Ooh. then you got detention. Not the fast little suite. Yeah, they, they used to be doing hall sweeps, and if you got caught, you would end up having to go to detention. Bro, I just remember, like, be oh y'all had sex yeah and i used to be up in there too dog i remember one time i had i don't know what they call it i can't remember the name but i got in a fight at school so you I, got in a fight in yes school? at school at school why i'm not gonna lie i was a in whole, high school yeah i did some whole ass shit though what it was you? my fault <laughs> it was my fault okay so my my first love i guess i'll say me and him had dated from like seventh grade all the way to high school, but it's like after we broke up, we stayed really close friends. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew we were really close friends. So I ended up, this girl that played basketball, she was like, ended up telling me, like, oh, you know, I like Steve, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, girl, I'm gonna hook you up. So I hooked them up, but I decided I wanted them back. So y'all had broke up and we then had you broke hooked up, him up with the girl. And I hooked him up with a girl and then I started like talking to him again and messing around again. Mm-hmm. So we was beefed up. And it's crazy because I'm like, you don't even like him. I knew she didn't like him because I knew she liked girls. Oh, she was gay? She was giving big Macy Gray vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean. You I know, know what made, I mean. At least you didn't say the word. I'm I mean. telling you, like she used to be out there hooping for real, dogging niggas out. She for was real? Big. She was a big old white girl. You know what's funny though? I think every high school had a few of them. Yeah. There was like everybody knew they was like, gay, but I'm they like, was still dating niggas. You don't want to suck no dick for real. <laughs> you ain't about this life. Yeah. And it's crazy like because I mean, shout out to her. She, but she's a lesbian now. She is. Yeah. That's what I think every school had a few of them. She got that flock of seagulls haircut too. I think. You know when they like shave it on the side and it's like spiked the Cassie? Up? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? When it's like spiked up on this side, but it's Baby, like Baby, that hairstyle had holes in a chokehold <laughs> in 2011. Not me though. I'm wiggy. I never I shaved never, my hair. No, I never, there was never <laughs> something that I desired to do was shave the side of my head. But yeah, that's, we got in a fight. We got in a fight and um, I had to go to like, I, it, they called it something else because it was all day. So you were just in one room all day. Y'all got maybe a 10-minute break in the middle of the day where you got to go outside. But I was there for like a week. I actually got suspended for like three days. It was a wild time. But, you know, I didn't mind getting suspended because I got to go home. My mom was at work. So I was in that bitch watching um, Maury, <laughs> Oprah, my stories. You know, I love little days of our lives, bitch. Yeah, sick. <laughs> I went to SAC a few times when I was in high school. I forgot why, though. It was a few different occasions. I remember, I think one time it was because I wouldn't give the teacher my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on my phone in class, like, texting Was you stuff. bad in school? Not really. No. Okay. I, the most trouble I got in was, like, the few times I went to SAC, which was for dumb shit. Like, like I said, being on my cell phone, not yeah. wanting to give it to my teacher because I didn't. I was like, I'm not paying to get my phone back and you don't pay my phone bill. I know that's right. You went, ain't changed one girl, bitch. I mouth. Went, I had went off on my teacher and she was like, you're going to SAC. And I was like, bye. I'm keeping my phone, though. Oh, my God. I remember, like, so I went to SAC. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, so I went to SAC. And then the other two times that I got in trouble in, like, high school was when I got in fights. I was about to say, had you got in a fight in high I school? I got in two fights in high school. You was, like, fist fighting for real? Yeah. I was out there. Was I was hands. getting out there with them hoes. <laughs> you was throwing them hands, right? I'm looking. <laughs> Not you was throwing them hands. Period. I was, bitch. 
throwing them. What they oh used to say, God. throw them bowls. Throw them bowls. Yes, I, I was not playing. It, it, and I didn't start it either time. It was not, well, the first time I did start it. So I swung they, first the first time, the first fight. was it your fault? Like, why, both fights, like, were they your fault? Like, how it was my fault I got in a fight? Like, I was fucking with that girl. No. Not really. No. The first fight, it was like my friend. Like, I thought we was cool. And then I found out she was talking about me behind my bed. Oh. Yeah. So, I had charged her up in the classroom. It's scandalous. And she was like, I ain't say that good about you, whatever. And so, then when I got up, she tripped me. Ooh. And when I was booty, going to the That big booty was just rolling on the floor. When I was going to the pencil sharpener. Not in the middle of social studies. Bitch, that's how you know. Do I wonder do they even still have pencil sharpeners in classrooms Hell anymore? No. But, now, I feel like they everybody use like mechanical. Yeah, they got, the they mechanical got pencils. Different types of pencils now, mm-hmm. or they just be fucking using computers and yeah. iPads and shit. Mm-hmm. But yes, I was getting up because it was geometry. I was getting up to go sharpen my pencil, and this bitch tripped me. So and I just you fell on the ground. No, I didn't fall. I tripped. Okay, okay. But I ca- players trip, but we don't fall. <laughs> So, bitch, I ain't fall, but I true. Okay. And I just turned around and swung on that hoe. And we was fighting in the class. Yep. And she and I had some freestyle braids. Uh-huh. Why she pulled out like three of my braids. Then I really beat her ass when I seen them braids on the floor. Oh my god. And so then Jaya. my teacher came back in the classroom because he was gone. Uh-huh. So he came back in the this classroom. <laughs> He came back in the classroom <laughs> and he was like breaking us apart. And he was like, okay, if y'all stop fighting, I'm not going to like send y'all to the principal office. Y'all good. Y'all just can like sit in the class, go back to work. And I'm not going to get y'all in trouble. Bitch, when I seen them braids on the floor, <laughs> I was just so fucking mad that this whole Was you a little ashamed though? A little <laughs> bit? Nah, I got a little ball spot. Like, what the fuck going on? So they had pulled her into the hallway. Bitch, when I say the teacher stopped looking at me and I ran into the hallway and started fighting that. They started fighting that hoe again. And then we got suspended for three days. And we had got handcuffed. Cause we Damn. Because we used to have police on yeah, campus. Yeah, so yeah. we had got handcuffed. We had to go to court. I ended up having to do community service. And moral of the story was I still ain't learned shit because I got in another fight the next year. Damn. Just bad. Even after community service and all that. I think about the first time I got sent to SAC. It was because I was in the back of the classroom singing Ray Charles. And I would not stop. It was like I would not stop. Because let me tell y'all something. I was. Cl- what was your high school superlative? Why were you singing? Okay, but listen, because it was Ray funny. Ray Charles in the back of the classroom. Well, let me explain why. Because the movie Ray had just came out, right? <laughs> and I just kept, I was in the back of the classroom. I kept going, weird. And everybody was laughing. And you know when people laugh at me, I don't you stop. You're going to keep going. I would keep going. And my, my one of my close friends at the time, Whitney, she would not stop laughing, Dre. So I was like, oh, it's funny. You know I don't stop. I just kept going. And the teacher didn't know who it was. Because me, I'm so stupid. I'm acting like I'm reading a book. And he was like, who is doing that? <laughs> who is doing that? And I'm in the back of the classroom. And he finally figured out it was me. And I definitely got sent to sack. I was like, Damn. But that's what I used to get sent to sack over stuff like that. Like, cause that was my high school superlative class clown every year. I got class clown every single year. Literally. Didn't, I didn't get one because my school was so big. Oh yeah. I forgot your school. I don't was even big. think we had 
like them. Yeah, they, y'all probably didn't because I don't remember because it was voted, just so right? many. Yeah, you have to vote. For yeah, it. I don't remember voting for that. It's crazy because there's a Facebook page of my high school. We gonna move on after this, my bad, y'all. <laughs> there's they a love Facebook, a good story. They love it. There's a Facebook page of my high school, and they upload the yearbooks. So somebody had uploaded like the high school superlative page. I'm gonna show it to you. It's mm. so ugly, and. It was me, like, holding my class clown. It was crazy because the guy that got class clown with me, I don't remember him being funny. I was like, damn, was that mean I'm not funny? Because I don't remember him being funny. But anyway. Y'all had to hold a piece of paper that said yeah. class clown. I was like this. <laughs> I was proud of myself, bitch. Fuck that. I was, I was the, the most order. underachievement ass bitch in high school. I wasn't in nothing. See, and you know I what? didn't get voted for for nothing. I wasn't in nothing. I didn't run for nothing. Mm -hmm. I just used to go to school and go home. And take my ass home. You didn't do drill team nothing, Drea. In elementary school and middle school, I was very involved in like extracurricular okay. activities. But I feel like when I got to high school, I just thought I was too cool to do this shit. And probably too because my school was so. I don't know, like mixed up. I probably would have been in the band and shit, but they used to be playing dumbass songs. Yeah. They used to be playing no black music. Yeah, you wanted to play um, Ted Up and shit. When, when I was in elementary school, we used to be playing Uh-huh, Okay. What's it? I swear to God. Elementary? Yeah, you was getting yeah, a bitch. Used to be playing. But, okay, but Drea, you know, in high school, I was very involved in a lot of activities. Tell the people how you discovered I could tap dance. <laughs> tell him tell him cause you were shook you Drea don't do that you were impressed I was impressed but you also were barefooted I would need to see you with tap shoes on so now I gotta bring up tap shoes <laughs> yes. on here and tap everybody yes. let me tell y'all something I took but... ballet tap jazz my entire life and gymnastics I used to be a tumble little motherfucker. For real? I can still hit, I can't do it on the ground, but I can still do it on like a trampoline. Backflips okay. and shit, I can definitely still do it on the trampoline. Mm -hmm. But yes, I could really fucking tap dance. I was hardcore. I, I saw you. Mm -hmm. I was good. You was like this. What? <laughs> it was more, it was, you know what? I'm going to let you have that. Because I really was more so shook just because you, number one, you was drunk. <laughs> Then you had on your birthday dress. I, I was tap dancing. This was in Miami, y'all. I had to prove And it was three everybody. in the morning, and she was like tap dancing barefoot. Because y'all played the song that was one of my recital dances to, and it just unlocked a memory. And it was boy, Backstreet Boys. Mm -hmm. Everybody. I'm about to start doing it. Don't no, get me don't. started. I felt it in my bones, bitch. And it's crazy because we were at the house uh, with my brother-in-law. We were talking about, like, sports. Because I... I hate talking about high school days because, you know, how people be like, yeah, high school, I was cold, but I was really fucking good at volleyball, mm -hmm. too, and a lot of people don't know that. But I was talking to my brother-in-law about that, and I was like, damn, I live a whole different life in high school. Like, you know how sometimes people, like, you can kind of tell what they did in high school is kind of like what they do now a little bit. Like, the mm -hmm. smart people, they're like doctors, lawyers, nurses, and all yeah. that shit. And it was just like, I was so involved. Like, I used to do, well, I'll say I, I was involved in journalism mm -hmm. in high school. I used to do, like, the announcement. Me too. Morning stuff like that. So I guess that kind of ties in a little it bit. It was called LCTV. I know that's right. I remember I used to say, Good morning, LCM. They knew it was me. I used to love it. I used okay. to be like, I did it. I see. Okay. Y'all ain't had a TV? <laughs> yeah, we had Channel One News. Yeah, we used to be on TV mm. in the front of the whole community. I know that's right. You was a, you been a star. 
They changed our, uh, what is it called, mascot for my school. Really? What is it now? It used to be Redskins. Oh, I think that was a little probably racist. I mean, but it was literally that for like 50 years. Yeah, but you know, people And are... then they changed it. I forgot what it is now, but it's something else. Is it still an Indian? No. It's not an Indian at all. No, it's, it's a whole completely different mascot. Oh. We were the bears. And we used to, but I will say, maybe that was a little racist, because we did, you know, used to have people running around like the mascots. And they With would them feathers on. They would be dressed up like Indians and have on face paint and stuff. That was a little. Yeah, that is a little. Yeah. I mean, because I'm not trying to be It was funny. probably good they changed it. That's like somebody having like a football, like a school and their mascot is like the Jeromes. <laughs> what in blackface. I'm saying you wrong. You know what I mean. You but know they, what I mean. But didn't they have an NFL team named the Red? Yeah, Bulls? they did. But they changed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What are they now? What's oh, a commander? Okay. I'm not even scared of a commander. Yeah. Anyway. You scared of a red team? Hell yeah. You ever seen that video? That went viral a few years ago when um, these people discovered this island that nobody had touched. They were like native people. And he literally, he could barely get, he was like swimming over there. He had like parked his boat or whatever. He started swimming over there. They immediately killed that nigga. Mm-hmm. Immediately. No questions asked. And I'm not saying they were, you know, Indians or native, but, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't fool with all that now. Mm. I fool with my people. That's it. The Jeromes. That's it. All right. Why we gotta be the Jerome? I'm, I'm just saying, somebody clone Tyrone. You better stay woke. You're so irritated. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP. And it's your girl Dre Nicole. And y'all know we have talked about this so much, but I'm never gonna let up because I swear by it and I love therapy. It has changed my life. We're talking about betterhelp.com. Yes, BetterHelp is so easy and convenient. You can literally do it from the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. If you need to change counselors, they make that super easy for you as well. And most importantly, it's very affordable. Mm-hmm. I recently changed my therapist as well. Um, they made the transition super easy. It was super comfortable and I feel like you know finding a good therapist is just like you know finding a good partner finding a good friend Mm -hmm. it's very hard but they make it so easy to navigate on their app and find you a therapist that's going to work specifically for you that's tailored for your needs so what you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com slash poor minds that's better h-e-l-p.com backslash poor minds and get 10% off of your first month I promise you're not going to regret it period What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about Chime.com. If y'all think credit is a no big deal, having good credit, bad credit, no credit, you need to listen up because it's a big deal. Yes, and that's why you need to get Chime's Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. You could build your credit score every day with all of your purchases. And who don't want good credit? And you get your direct deposit mm-hmm. early, no annual fee, and you don't have to do a credit check to get started. So what you're going to do is go to Chime.com backslash poor minds. That's Chime.com backslash poor minds. I'm telling y'all, credit is important. Get it together and Chime.com going to help you out. Get started at Chime.com backslash poor minds. That's Chime.com backslash poor minds. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Strive Bank NA member FDIC. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. On-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Ah, what are we drinking today, my sister? (laughs) 
So we have two drinks today. We have a mocktail and then we have our cocktail. This one is like a Campari Cosmo. That's what we're going to call it. Um, so we have Lexis. Uh, she loves Lexis. So we have Lexis vodka because we know she loves that. No. We have it with some Campari instead of like your usual triple sec or orange liqueur. We added some grapefruit juice in there too, just to kind of match that tartness. And then we added some lime juice and a smidgen of agave just so it's not too, too tart. And then for Drea's, hers is a mocktail, basically the same thing, but instead of tequila or that Campari, we use grapefruit juice, lime juice, agave, and a little bit of Topo Chico just to kind of balance it out for her today. Oh no, that's and it's right. real tasty. It's real mama tasty. Cheers. And per usual, y'all make sure that y'all hit up y'all's local liquor store, bar, restaurant, wherever, and go get y'all some LS cream liqueur. Super tasty, super good. What Dre, what you do? You add it to your little coffee sometimes? I love to add it to my coffee in the mornings. It is so good. Mm -hmm. And I've been seeing y'all been buying the LS too. Y'all have. Y'all been tagging us. I'm and I've been you. reposting it. And I like that. Y'all need to keep buying it and make sure that y'all requesting it at your local bars and your liquor stores and get y'all some LS. Yes. Y'all make sure y'all keep tagging us when you go buy the LS or, you know, make sure y'all request it. Even if you go, especially if you go to your local liquor store and they don't have mm -hmm. it make sure you go in there and request it it is a black owned cream liqueur it's very good you will not be disappointed super affordable y'all are gonna love it okay yes and they need to follow the page follow the ls cream liqueur um instagram page they be posting a whole bunch of fun ideas mm -hmm. with the liquor like i seen they had made some lollipops i mean not lollipops um what is it called what um frozen pops frozen popsicles pops. why i couldn't think of the damn name popsicles i don't know Popsicles. Okay. They was making some the other day, and they looked real good. Real so tasty. I have, to, have try to try that when I finish my detox. Well, I'm about to try that tonight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get into these topics. Go ahead, little Drea. Okay, so for the first topic, I really wanted to talk about, um, do you think it's true that women, we are our own worst enemies? You know, I see this narrative a lot. I always see like, oh, women hating on women, women hating on men. I don't think that's a gender thing. I think that's just a personality thing. Mm. I hate that narrative that women hate each other because I don't think that's what it is. I think it's something funny to point out because a long time ago, there was like an on running joke like, oh, if there was like a because somebody was saying, I wish there was a, a app for just only women, like a Twitter, but only women are allowed on there. And so it's a long running joke. People like when they see two women arguing, they'll be like, day one on an all-women's app to make it seem like, okay, this is what y'all really want. But it's just kind of like, I don't, I think that's a, a, a character trait. When you're just picking at people, sometimes it'd be the pick-me's because, I mean, I see men do it to other men all the time. So, mm -hmm. no, I don't think, you know, women are each other's worst enemies because some of the people that have gotten me uh, almost, I will honestly say, 99% of the people who have gotten me through my life at my hardest times and always build me up, even in this space right now, are women. When I feel like I'm getting <laughs> tore down the worst, no offense, but it'd be from niggas. Mm. It be for men, you know what I'm saying? Now, I get it about, you know, the things that we talk about on the show. Maybe, you know, you don't fit into this um, idea that I have of what I like in a partner. And maybe you get offended. But it's men out there that know that they don't fit in my criteria of what I like in a man or a friend. But they still don't attack me, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, no, I really do not believe women are their own worst enemies. I don't, I don't believe that at all. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess I wasn't so much thinking of it from like a standpoint of like people picking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I more so be feeling like the support, mm. like women supporting other women. Yeah, I think sometimes it's lack. It's a lack of support from other women. Yeah, depending on like what field you're in, right? What you're doing with your life. Okay, I think sometimes. I don't know. I think, but I do agree with you to a certain extent, like as far as like it being a personality trait. Cause I feel like if you a hater, you a hater. You, you a fucking hater. But I definitely think women don't always support other women as much as they could though. And I see a lot of, as much as you're saying, you see men tearing women down on the internet. I be seeing women doing it too. I be seeing women doing it too, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't support all women either. Yeah, I feel like you don't have to support all women, but you also don't have to be negative. Right. You also don't have to, like, spew your unwarranted, negative, nasty opinions just because mm-hmm. you don't like something. It's okay. It's a lot of shit that I don't like. I just don't speak on it. Right. I think that <clears throat> spreading things that I love is more important. Like, I sit on this show and I talk about artists that I love or makeup that I love by black women. Whatever I use, especially, like I said, by black women. Anything that a black woman is doing that I support. Now, the black women that I don't support, you are never going to see me talk about it. Y'all don't even know who I don't support because I don't talk about it. Why would I give light to something that I don't support? So I don't think that it's a problem, you know, like if some women don't support poor minds, that's completely 1,000% fine. You're not... You don't have to support us just because we're black women. Yeah, but as a woman, as a black woman, we all know no matter what field you're in, whether you're a lawyer, a doctor, a podcaster, a babysitter, it don't matter, a CEO, a teacher, we know how hard it is as a black woman, period, trying to be in any type of workspace. So the least you could do is just not say nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you got to support me, but you also don't have to be on the internet bashing me. And I think that goes on, like I said, on the spectrum of everybody, not just black women, but black men too. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. If you see some content or you see something that you don't like, just keep motherfucking scrolling. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a good topic too because I feel like a lot of people look at other people as competition and that's Ooh. another reason why. Let me sit my, my no, ca- capri capri. <laughs> what, how you say it now? Capri. Capri. She was about to say Capri Sun. I sure was. Let me get another one, Ty. Me too, please. What you need another one for? You ain't over there feeling nothing. Because this juice good. (laughs) Okay, but go ahead. What you was saying? It's real tasty. You know, it's making me feel, even though it ain't got no liquor in it, I'm still like feeling like I'm sipping a little cocktail, you know? Yeah, it's giving the vibe. So, um,. So, yeah, like I was saying, I just, I think that a lot of people look at other people as competition. And I mm. do kind of feel like that's more of a woman thing. Really? Mm-hmm. So, you feel like, I'll ask you this personally. Personally. Yes, do you feel like sometimes women don't support your makeup line? And I won't even talk about poor minds because I'll just ask you from your makeup line. Do you feel like sometimes people don't retweet or repost or say things about your makeup line because they feel like, oh, I have this or I have something in the beauty industry or sometimes you don't feel support. Not even if they're in competition with you. They just are being negative or kind of haterish. 
Yeah, but I feel like the world full of people like that. Mm. I feel like, but I feel like, you know, just as many people as you have like that, you have supporters as well. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not tons of women who support us and tons of women who support me on my own with Muse and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think, yeah, the world is full of people like that who just don't want to support you. Right, right. For no reason other than they just like, "Mm, I'm not, I'm not going to buy that from her. I'd rather go buy it from Rihanna. What? I will say this now. I, I'm not going to buy that from her. I'd rather go buy it. Let me not use another black woman. I'd rather, I'm not going to buy her lip gloss. I'd rather go buy it from Huda Beauty. Oh, now you're hitting, now you're hitting home now. Yeah. Because you, we got to support our people now. Right. Because I will say this. Black girls, I don't know what y'all figured out. Y'all got the cheat code to this beauty shit. Because, you, of course, glazed is what I use on my lips, you know, to make it shiny. Glaze and Ice Bomb. Ice Bomb is Rihanna's Mm -hmm. little thing. Those are the two. I'm not even being biased because you're my best friend. Those are literally the two best clear glosses. I said the black girl's got a little something, something about the clear gloss. No, I love Glaze. It is. It's really good. Glaze is that that girl. Mm -hmm. And it lasts a long time. So I actually have that on right now, too. Mm -hmm. I have that and it's, well, I have it's giving on because I wanted like a little shimmer, shimmer. And then I have glazed on top. Not a pound hashtag ad. Yeah, you know. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> you the right. one that brought it up. I did, I did. We might as well no, do a little impromptu <laughs> ad. Back to the topic at hand. But no, I don't like that narrative that women hate on women more so like... Now, I will say there are your handful of like pick me women who definitely... They try to make sure they pick on women because they want attention from men. You know, but I feel like that's the same thing for men. There's a lot of men out there who pander for women. They act like they care about protecting black women. They act like they care about the well-being of women and them getting treated fairly and, you know, having healthy love and healthy black love. And then you meet these men and they're completely opposite of that. So I feel like, like I said, it's not just a gender thing. It's a personal thing, like a character flaw. Yeah, I feel like it's that specific group, though. What group? Of black men what? that are they like, be pandering? yes, yeah, and that are haters. They be hating on women. The incels, yes, like we, we have talked. But about But incels them. don't pander. That's a different group. We've we've talked about them before on the show. Well, mm-hmm. I'm more so talking about incels. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like that's the group of men that be hating on women. Yeah, and they're worse than. The- and I feel like that group is way smaller than the, that's the minority when yeah. it comes to men. Like I don't feel like most men be hating on women. I feel like a lot of men are misogynistic, though, because there's a big difference. I 100% agree with that. A lot of men are misogynistic, and they will, I noticed this, too, they will look at things that women do, and it's just, it's not funny, it's trashy, it's this, it's that, but a man will do the same thing, and it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, that's rooted in misogyny, you know what I'm saying? So Now, there is a big difference between being, you know, incel and misogynistic, but like I said, I feel like... Being a black woman is hard, period. But I don't feel that hate from women more than anything. I feel that hate from just the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't specifically feel like women. Now, don't get it twisted. It do be some women. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, I had to block this girl because every, y'all know we search poor minds, obviously, on Twitter because we like to find our supporters, retweet them. And there was this girl. It was like, she would tweet about poor minds every day. I'm like, bitch. Are you watching? I can't tell if you love us or you hate us. She'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe. I can't believe y'all are going to these shows. I can't believe y'all be watching. Y'all be watching this stuff when there's great. And it's like, bro, are you tuned in every Friday or something? What's tea, bitch? (laughs) 
What is motherfucking? Honestly, though, that's why I don't even search poor minds no more. I don't. I really do not search for us on Twitter, Instagram, none of that shit no more. I just retweet you. Whatever you retweet, I just retweet. Yeah, I mean, I do it because, like I said, I like to, you know, show people love because people love when we do that. I see a lot of people be like, "Oh my god, you know, Dre or Lex, you know, retweeted me. You know, they liked my." Whatever. So it's like I love talking to people that, you know, support us. But like I said, I honestly don't feel like it comes from a specific gender. Mm. Like I I don't think that women are our own worst enemies. I think people are just fucking haters and it's I not. don't know. I guess I just sometimes be feeling like me and you just maybe have had different experiences, like mm. life experiences. I feel like bitches be haters. Yeah. But I think niggas be haters too. It's yeah. not it's not like I think, oh, only women be hating. Like, no, I think that men be hating sometimes too, mm. but bitches be haters. And yeah. they do a lot of the time women do be we 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 are our own worst enemy. Yeah, I feel and like I do think that. Yeah, and I feel absolutely, and I feel like it's. I think that sometimes with women, it's more of an innate thing. Mm. Like women are just. I think that jealousy and all that stuff is just more inbred in this. I guess. But you know what? I'm gonna take it a little bit further, and I'm probably gonna get really in trouble for saying this. But I think that that jealousy and that saying that it's inbred, it roots from men saying, oh, you need to look like this. Oh, why don't you cook like this? Why don't you do what she do? Oh, because my partner wife do this and do X, Y, Z. Oh, they have this image of, oh, why don't you look like, you know, Andrea Nicole and this. So you have to realize, oh, my life, I had a woman message me before and ask me to block her nigga. And they were literally in my comments mm. arguing. She was like, why every time I get online, I see you in this bitch comments? Mm. And I'm like, and I was laughing, making a joke. I was like, damn, why I gotta be a bitch? You know what I'm saying? And I guess he was liking all my pictures and she wrote me a long message. She was like, girl, I'm sorry. I've just been dealing with this. And you know what? I'm not gonna judge somebody. I do feel, I don't get mad, you know, when my if my nigga likes pictures. That don't bother me. But, I mean, my nigga also be liking my pictures and be hyping me up in my pictures as well. So, you know what I'm saying? It don't make me feel no type of way. So I guess from a woman's point of view where your man don't like your pictures, he don't tell you you beautiful, but you get online and you see he hard eyes in another bitch. He, and she'd be like, you don't even have a chance with her. Why you do that? They was going off. But she got those feelings of insecurity and probably was feeling, I'm not saying that she felt that way towards me, but she was probably side on me like, bitch, you not even bad. You not even all that. You not even that funny. Mm -hmm. And my nigga over here drooling over you when you really trash. So those feelings really came from her feeling insecure within her relationship because her man wasn't, you know, reassuring her. Now, I'm not blaming it on him, but a lot of times that's where that shit comes from. Yeah, but you being a hater shouldn't matter whether or not you getting reassurance from your nigga or a man. I I agree with you. That's why I said it's a character flaw, but it be happening. To me, that's just more of a character flaw. Like, I don't feel like you could blame that on... I mean, to a certain extent, I get where you're coming from with like men definitely be putting women against each other a lot of the time or like putting them in competition with each other but it's also up to you as a woman to be like okay I'm not falling for this Mm -hmm. shit like I'm not about to hate on another woman or I'm not about to dislike another woman over no nigga it's all in your mind it's all in your mind period do you got a strong mind or do you got a weak mind oh come on come (laughs) on now Spit it. I'm just saying. Spit it, Because can't no nigga make me hate on no other girl. No, I feel you. I feel you. But like I said, that's a character flaw. And I think sometimes... um, Well, you know what? I won't say we've all been caught up in that. nobody, period, make me hate on nobody. Like, another... My friend, a nigga, nobody. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But like I said, I do feel like a lot of times society, even when it comes to like Instagram models, right? When Instagram models first came out, like in the beginning, you know, it was like the Miracles, Bernices, the girls like that. And they looked a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So it got to the point to where I'm not going to lie to y'all. I love Bernice. I think Bernice, I like how she just stay in her lane. Mm -hmm. That's a girl, a woman who stays in her lane. She got her body done. She works out. She just be fine traveling the world mm -hmm. and having fun. She don't talk about nobody. I'm, well, I've never seen her. Mm -hmm. You know, she don't be talking too much. She just do what she do. Yeah. When I tell y'all she had posted a workout video and those comments, I was absolutely fucking shocked. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. You know, it was mostly women. It was mostly yeah. women. But the reason I say all that to say, because at one point it was like, you know, Bernice was, I'll say, she's still rare. You know, she's still, I mean, you got to think about it, like her age, how she looks, you know, how she carries herself. Mm -hmm. She is rare. But in the beginning, she was extremely rare, mm -hmm. you know, to look like that and, you know, everything. So it was like everybody was on her side. But it's like once women started seeing how much men loved her, it was like they turned on her. And I see that happen a lot. It's like once people start liking you too much in general, though, people will start hating on you. I was absolutely shocked at those comments. But when, one thing I realized, like, because I'm not going to lie, I never was a girl that was a hater. Like, I wouldn't say it out loud, but I used to be thinking shit. Like, I'd be like, oh, man, this bitch thinks she bad because she got surgery. You surgery. You, your body fake. Whole time, I'm just mad because I couldn't afford it. Right. I was really trying to convince myself. I was trying to convince myself that I was, I mean, of course I was always good enough. I always look good, but I was trying to convince myself that, you know, to feel better down another woman so you could feel like y'all on the same level or some shit. It was a mind thing. I was young. I was young, but I definitely, because of course my old Twitter got deleted, but when I was mm -hmm. like Goop searching my old tweets one time, a long time ago, I was like, bro, you a fucking hater. Because yeah. my shit still be popping up on Facebook. Bro, I was fucking hate. I used to be talking about strippers. Boy, I used to be going in, but I was a hater. Like, saying what? I was so mad. I'd be like, girls be thinking because you on a pole and busting it wide open that you, and you that you making money, that you better than somebody. Girl, these bitches trying to pay their rent just like you. Yeah. I was a hater, though, because I used to go in the strip club, and I used to have to work my ass off in the beginning because I was green. I didn't know how to make no money. And I'm seeing these girls, beautiful. They get to get to work at 2 a.m. You know, they get to dance, make thousands of dollars and leave. But I also didn't know the other side of that. It's yeah. not always beauty and how, how they made it look. They made it look graceful, the girls who were good at it. You know, but also I was a fucking hater. Mm -hmm. I was a hater. That's all it was. I was mad because I was watching them count up five bands and leave, and I'm counting up $500 and leaving. I yeah, was a hater. I mean, I think that that's always a lot of the time where the hate stems from, where it's, where it's rooted from, is like people be wishing that they had the confidence or could yep. do the same thing. And then, not only that, like I said, they had the attention, they had the niggas, and not just the regular niggas, you know, they got the cowboys in their section, yeah. the Texas, everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, I had that hate in my heart. I had to get that hate out of my heart. I had that hate in my heart. That's good, girl. I'm glad that you did that. <laughs> the growth. Because <laughs> The growth. The growth. Yeah, okay? I don't know. It's like, I just feel like if you live your life doing what make you happy 
and focusing on yourself and focusing on your path, then you won't be so worried about other people right. and you won't be hating on other people because whatever is in your heart that you desire to do, you going to get up and do this shit. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to go get surgery, go get surgery. Exactly. If you want to work out in the gym, if you like, okay, I'm going to take the natural route, go work out in the gym, take the natural route. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get surgery, go get surgery and stop hating on people who have surgery. Right. I think a lot of the time too, people, people be caring so much what other people gonna think about the decisions that they make. Mm -hmm. Especially if you, like for example, what you was just saying as far as like, you know, the things you used to tweet. You have a lot of people who feel like, oh, well I used to tweet this and I used to say this and this online. So if I go get surgery, then people gonna be looking at me crazy because I used to talk shit about it. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did used to talk shit about it, but it's your life. You only get one life. If that's what you wanna do, go right. do it. And I feel like people be making themselves so unhappy because instead of going do what they want to do, they care too much what other people going to think. Right. That is true. But you did say a good point. You said whenever you focus on yourself and doing yeah. what makes you happy, and you're doing what makes you happy. And I'm talking about anything, not yeah. just surgery, like oh, yeah, a my, career path. That's what I'm saying. My career yeah. path, I was bartending. I was working at Dreams in school, and I was working at TGI Fridays. I was literally working every day, all day, every day. I didn't have time. I was unhappy. I was extremely unhappy. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, my mind frame has changed. I got confidence in myself. I got myself together. And I feel like the older I get, the better I'm looking. I'm taking better care of myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even be paying attention to what other people be doing now. Like, I really be in my own little world. But you're right. When you focus on yourself and your happiness, you don't even have time to hate on other Bro, people. Or I've about always people been like that. I be so oblivious to so much shit that be going on. I don't even be knowing what be going on half the time because mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to a lot right, of shit. Right, right. And then on top of that, I think that people on, like, people that listen to the show be thinking that I be playing when I'm always like, oh, if that nigga pissing you off or you don't like him no more, leave. If you don't like that job mm -hmm. no more, leave. Start over, find a different job. I be dead ass serious. Like, I have always been that type mm -hmm. of person. If something is not making me happy, I'm gonna move around. Life is too short to be unhappy. And people right. be so worried about, oh, like, if I quit my job, I'm not gonna find another one if i leave my nigga i won't find a better one how you gonna know unless you leave and one th <laughs> you a wild girl you a no wild i'm girl. serious how you gonna know how you gonna know unless you leave and it's never been a time in my life honestly where i stopped doing something and went and pursued something else that i really wanted to pursue and god didn't replace it with something better right like Things always end up working out. And I know that sounds so cliche, but think about every time in your life that you was like feeling down and out and mm -hmm. you didn't know what you was going to do next or you didn't know where your next paycheck was going to come from or you didn't know, you know, what was going to happen between you and your man or whatever the case may be. Didn't shit work out? It yeah. always works out. Yeah. It might not work out in the timing that you wanted to work out, but it's going to work out in God's timing. Oh, come on now. Take I'm just choice. Being, well, I'm just being honest. Like, people just, you know. They don't have enough faith. Yeah, people. a lot of people don't have enough faith. Like, life is too short to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like it be so many haters. Going back to the original topic. Right. People right, be God. haters. Bitches be haters. Niggas be haters. Because y'all be unhappy. Mm -hmm. Y'all need really to find some in. happiness. Find yeah some peace. Yes, if you're finding yourself online just spewing negative shit to people and just being hateful all day, really look within yourself and be like, why am I typing this right now? You really need to ask yourself, why am I typing this hateful ass shit to this complete stranger? I don't even care if it's about a huge celebrity that'll probably never see it. Really ask yourself why. 
I mean, bitch, some of the comments that we get under our YouTube videos and under our clips on Instagram, it just be unwarranted, nasty ass commentary so for no nasty, so rude. for no reason. Like you don't even know me. You don't even know legs. Mm -hmm. Just evil. So let us know mm -hmm. what y'all think. Do y'all think women are their worst enemies, or is it just more of like a character thing, or is it like women be haters? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we're going to get into the next topic. Um, does loving someone mean you always should give them what they want? Being in love. We're not talking about having love for somebody. We're talking about being in love. And you know what? I'll say this too. Let's talk about it from a relationship standpoint and a friendship standpoint. Does loving someone mean that you always got to give them what they want? We're going to go with the theme of happiness for this episode. Okay. Um, no. Not if it's going to chip away at your happiness. Mm -hmm. Then absolutely the fuck not. Right. No. It's okay to tell people, no, just because you love somebody, you still got to set boundaries with people. Absolutely. Because a lot of the time, the people that you love be the main people who be trying to walk over you or trying to see how far they can take it. Mm -hmm. Give them an inch, they're going to take them out. Yeah, Her. those be the main ones because they know how you feel about them. They know you care about them. They know you got a soft spot for them. So they always going to try it. It's okay to set boundaries with your lover, with your friends, even with your goddamn parents. Hell yeah. It's okay to set boundaries with people. And you don't have to do things. You don't have to do things just to make another person happy if it's not going to make you ultimately happy just because you love that person. And sometimes people be asking for shit that's, that they really don't even need. Like, if I love you, if you ask me for a crack rock right now, I'm not giving it to you. Mm -hmm. You don't need to smoke no crack. That crack is well, detrimental to your health. I wouldn't health. ask for that well, ever. Well, I'm just saying. It was just an example. That was a terrible example. Hey, I'll ask for a little crack. Would you give it to me? Exactly. Licks. Anyway. I'm just saying. That was a terrible example. How is it a terrible example? Because guess what? If, okay, if I'm an alcoholic. And I'm I'm like, also, I also don't, to be fair, I don't know where to find crack. Damn, you ain't no real hood bitch <laughs> like I thought. You ain't no real hood bitch like, like I thought. I don't even know where to find it. I can it. show you where to crack at now. Girl, if I don't know where to find it, you damn sure don't in know Atlanta? where to find it. Yeah, I know in Atlanta. I know where to find it. You don't even know no drug dealers in Atlanta. Gee, I know what Lex, fuck goodbye. Damn, see how they be hating on you because they not happy. She want to smoke a little crack. And she mad she don't know where to crack it. Girl, anyway. But what I was saying was, okay, say I'm an alcoholic then. If I'm an alcoholic and I'm like, Drea, get me a drink. You shouldn't give me a drink, but that's what I'm saying. Like, of course. so you can't, it, it's a lot of different situations. You know what I, I thought about whenever we uh, brought up this topic, I thought about yes men. I cannot stand somebody who has nothing but yes men around them because that's going to be your ultimate downfall. I've seen it happen so many times and it's so fucking sad mm -hmm. when you have a bunch of people around you, not telling you, Hey, stop, slow down. Take care of yourself. Hey, stop doing this. Hey, even like in friendships, if you have a friend that's in a relationship and you know she has a good nigga or a good person, and but you see she kind of fucking up or vice versa with men, you know your dude, you know, got a good girl and you just letting them out here do whatever, like... That shit be crazy to me. Mm -hmm. That I always felt like, now, I don't overstep my boundaries, but if I have a friend and she asks me, like, hey, what do you think I should do? I'd be like, hey, this nigga playing you. You know, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to make your decision for you, but I'm like, you know, this nigga's not good for you. Or, hey, you got a good nigga. Be patient. Give him some time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I had a conversation um, 
with this guy I used to date and his friend, he's kind of a fuck up, but he has a good girl. He was like, man, I had to pull him to the side and be like, hey, bro, like you really fucking tripping. Like girls like this don't come around that often. I was like, and it made me look at him different. I was like, damn. He was like, yeah, because I'm like, you not that type of guy. Because a lot of times niggas just don't care. But I feel like if you really love somebody, you're going to let them know, hey, you fucking up. Hey, you're not doing this shit right. But like you said, in the other point of view, you're also going to create boundaries. Hey, I can't be here for you right now. Like sometimes I have friends that hit me up and like, hey, can you talk? I'm going through it. I need, I'm like, hey, I don't have the headspace to do this right now. I got my own shit going on. This is going to overstimulate me. I'm going to be overwhelmed. I'm a very empathetic person. If you're sad, it makes me sad, mm -hmm. literally. And it's so, it weighs on me because I'd be worried about it. Like, I'm like that with everybody in my life. So I have learned to be like, hey, I can take on this conversation today. Or, hey, I can't take it today. Right. So I feel like, no, when you love somebody, you don't give them everything they want. That's real love. Yeah, I mean, you can even look at it like from a parental standpoint, like we not parents yet, but even when I look back on certain things as a child, my parents will tell me no. Mm. They love me, but they telling me no for my better me. Because you were trying to go to the club. You were no, sick. No, not about going to the girl. I'm just talking about in general. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. for example, you'll ask your parents, can you have candy before dinner? Right, and right. And that'll, like, piss you off that they said no. You mad as fuck because you want to <laughs> eat that damn candy. You don't want to eat that green beans. <laughs> you don't want to eat them green beans and that grilled chicken. No, nah, green beans, you won't have to convince me. I don't need no but, convincing. But, you know, as a kid, you don't like vegetables. Right, right, right. Well, most kids don't like vegetables. But yeah, so it's like you be mad that your parents told you no, you can't have candy or whatever. But they're really telling you for your own good. Right. Because you don't need to be eating that before you eat your dinner because it's going to spoil your appetite. Also, cavities. You're going to be mad as fuck if you got to go to end up having to go to the dentist because you got 10 cavities. And you got to get them silver caps. And we all, knew the, we all knew a kid like this. I had my little cousin had them silver caps. Ooh, it was this wait. little boy. My little cousin had caps too, but it was a little boy up in my class when I was in like second grade, and all his teeth was silver. Yeah, he was ice. He was kind of that shit. All of them was silver. Looking back on that shit, kind of ice. But yeah, though. anyways, like the point that I was making is when people love you, even sometimes if you don't realize why they telling you no, or even mm -hmm. if it make you upset in that moment, that doesn't mean that they don't love you. They could be just looking out for your best interest too. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. And I think when you have yes men around you, those are the people that really don't love you because they're saying yes, 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 yes. Ice cream so good. Sorry, that was stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but when they if somebody's around you, my brain, it's that cop caprihana. <laughs> the what? I can't say it. But when somebody's around you saying yes, 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 a lot of times you really need to look at why they're saying yes, because they're trying to gain something off of you. I'm not going to lie. I worked in the club and I've seen so many like athletes come in there, doctors come in there, the guy with the money basically coming in there drunk as fuck and it's time for them to go home. But instead of their friends stepping in and be like, hey, bro, let's go. They, hey, bro, go get more money out the ATM. Mm. Hey, bro, let's get another bottle. Hey, bro, because they're telling you, they're not telling you no, stop, because they can look like they the nigga with money. They can, you know, they can, you going to get 5000 out your bank account, give it to them so they can go get a dance and spend mm -hmm. it in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times you got to understand why people are always telling you yes and never telling you no. And you realize it's not coming from a place of love. And those are the people that you need to be weary of. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs>
And also, too, I think it's important to set boundaries with people, too, because, you know, it creates respect. Yeah. I think when you don't set boundaries with people, they don't respect you. Mm -hmm. Like, look at kids who have parents that don't set boundaries with them. They don't respect them. At all. Fuck you, mom. Oh! I get out of my fucking you. room! I fucking hate you, you bitch. You're fucking bitch, mom. Now go downstairs and make my fucking toast. And it better not be burnt. Set it on four, you whore. Okay. Sorry, I had friends like that. I see. I knew the script. Yeah, you knew the whole word, script. Word for word. No, for real though. Had you ever been in somebody's house and it happened? Um, I've been to one of my friends' house. Of course, I'm not gonna say her name, but I was actually shocked how she. One thing I will say. Now, me and my mom used to argue. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But I never called my mom a bitch. Me a, either. To a face. To her face, at least. <laughs> I would at least be like, man, shut up, dog. <laughs> Bitch. She wasn't going to catch me, though. She wasn't going to catch me. But I seen one of my friends one time, Mom, you're being a fucking bitch. I was like, ooh, you finna get that ass whooped. And what she do? What the mom do? You know what? Go to your room. You have company here. I was like, that's it? Hey, bitch, I wouldn't have had no company no more. My mom oh, would have been like, oh, like, your friend oh, about to go home. Yeah, you got to go. And she probably would have whooped my ass Shit, in front of I would have been friend. on the back of a milk carton, bitch. Yeah, fake. The fuck? Hell no. No, I used to have a friend, like, not like that. Like, she wouldn't call her mom a bitch. But she was so mean to her mom. Like, Man. she used to just talk so rude to her all the time. I mean, it was a black girl. Mm-hmm. And her mama just would be like, girl. Oh, how was her mama when she had her? They was probably... No, her mom was older. Her mom actually had her at an older age. Really? Yes. And she used to talk to her mom so crazy. And like, every time my mom and my aunt and we would all be around them, we would just all be looking like, baby, ain't no, no motherfucking way. way that I could talk to my mom, my aunt, anybody, any of my elders like that and get away with it. But she just was like rude as fuck to her mama. And her mama would just like... Play it off, laugh it off. Laugh? Whole time she on the inside crying. Mm-hmm. I'm but, not gonna lie, that's, that's a because you don't be setting that boundaries. boundaries. That's a red flag to me. If I hear somebody disrespect their parents, like if they like. Are we not friends no more? Oh no, I do not play that shit. Yeah. Like, I do not play that shit. If I hear you like talking bad to your mom on the phone or doing, I'll be like, bro, why are you talking to your mom? Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. I think that is so, but I've always been that way ever since I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as much as me and my mom got into it, me and my sister were talking about this the other day. I don't know what happened, but it's like, when my sister moved out, out of the house, like, my sophomore year till I graduated, me and my mom just had a rough patch. And we would argue so much, but I never took it there. Because she, she was never, she always let it be known. Like, me and my mom didn't become friends until I was probably about 22. Mm-hmm. I got off her phone bill. She wasn't paying none of my bills no more. You know what I'm saying? Like... But growing up, like, she was like, I'm not your friend. I don't give a fuck. You not hurt my feelings. I'm like, I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? My mama was like that, too. Yeah, she I think... give no fucks about us being friends. No, no, no fucks. So I definitely think it's weird <laughs> that a lot of times, I think I'm seeing it more now, though. A lot of those, like, parents don't draw boundaries with their kids because they want to record content and they want to be friends and they want to they want to be i'm not a regular mom i'm a cool mom you remember that old mean girls mm-hmm. no no i don't i don't i'm, I'm never you think gonna think tiktok bringing the cool moms out i mean i think there's a balance though because i'm not gonna lie i had a cool mom yeah but that was still my mother mm-hmm. my mom was cool as fuck i think even as an adult 
People would hear me on the phone with my mom, they thought it was weird. Cause I'd be like, girl, you, you sound fucking crazy. We laughing, we joking. Mm -hmm. Me and my mom used to get drunk together and they'd be like, you curse in front of your mom? I'm like, yeah, that, but that's the relationship we had. Yeah. I would never curse at her, but yeah, I used to curse in front of my mom. I'm like, let me tell you what this bitch did or let me tell you what this mm -hmm. nigga did. That's the relationship me and my mom had, you know what I'm saying? But growing up, I would never curse in front of her, like nothing like that. But like I said, I feel like uh, the day and age of parenting is different. You know, there's different styles of parenting. You know, they have the soft parenting and mm -hmm. this and that and all. Um, I'm going to, I think I'll take the approach of a soft parent, but you need to know if I need to whoop your ass, I will. Mm. Now, I'm not going to, but if I have to, I will. My sister See, but I don't parent. want my kids to feel like I'm not going to. I want you to feel like I will. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want to have to. Mm -hmm. But I want you to feel like, oh, she'll be yeah, nice. Yeah. My sister is a soft parent. I've never seen her spank. I think I've seen her, like, tap him on the hand. She, really? She do not. But both they're both, like, mama's boys. So mm -hmm. They're, like, obsessed with her. So they don't, there's, <laughs> like, there's a respect factor there, you know? I don't know how we're talking about uh, parenting and mama. I don't fucking know either. But stop calling y'all mamas a bitch or I'm going to whoop y'all ass. No, for real. <laughs> because I, that's just wild as fuck to as me fuck. but that's why sometimes I feel like soft parenting do be working but then it's like I got my ass beat and I was scared as fuck of my mama but you gotta use soft parenting on certain type of kids though like you know I always tell you how the angel baby Jackson is like, yeah but you that, said if he not bad if, he is <laughs> I'm not soft parenting shit with him me and Petey fight all yeah. day I'll whoop his ass. He's, he needs to know. I mean, he's still fighting back because I don't. I don't whoop him either, though. Because I, I don't. I don't whoop kids. That you know, I don't have kids. But if you ain't mine, I ain't whooping them. Yeah. My nieces and my nephews. I'm. I would never whoop Penny. Mm -hmm. But I need to feel. I need him. I think he thinks that I will though. Mm -hmm. Because like he don't. He don't take shit too far. He takes shit far now. Mm -hmm. He gonna push it right there. Yeah. He's that kid. He don't take it too far, but he gonna take it there. Jack's not gonna take it too far. Mm -hmm. That's why I said soft parenting. I think works for certain type of kids. Like, yeah. you can't soft parent every kid. Because then you trying to soft parent, you're going to have that motherfucker calling you a, but a bitch! Bitch! Shake that monkey! Okay. Hey. Now, why you have to add the shake that monkey? That's how they be talking. They say anything. No white kids say anything. <laughs> they say any motherfucking thing. Hey, bitch girl! That doesn't even go together. You fucker damn shit, bitch! What, nigga? <laughs> Licks. Hey, hey, I done seen a motherfucker curse out. his parents out. So I said, it's I'm coming out again. Myself. I, hey, I done seen it. I told you. <laughs> I done seen them curse. They, I said, I'm going to excuse myself. I'm putting you on punishment, bitch. I'm not talking to you for two weeks. That's Your crazy. mama not going to punish you, but I am. I done seen some. But like I said, I also had uh, friends that their parents didn't play that. Mm -hmm. And they were white. They was not. They was not going. They had strict parents. That's why I said it's more of the parenting style. It just shit. depends on your parents. And style, it just depends yeah. on the parents and the kids. Child. I don't know what type of fear I'm gonna be. I haven't decided. Yet. I think I'm gonna be. I don't know what type of be. The one that leave you but with I... nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Mama gotta go outside. <laughs> Mama got to go, bitch. The nanny can reprimand you. Okay. Freedom, okay? Okay, so we're gonna move on. So now it's time to, to get, get into, into the bed. Bow. The bed. Bow. The bed. Bow. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay, what we got today, little Drea? Stop for the bed topic. Mm. I wanted to talk about getting the itch. 
in the bedroom. Ooh, this can happen. Too. Like, what does it take for you to get the ick in the bedroom? I'm not gonna lie. What gives me the ick in the bedroom is something that has happened to all women before. Literally right. every single woman in the world. Literally in the world. And we deal with it at a young age, older age. It just never stops. When men be like, ooh, condoms make me soft. I can't use no condom. I don't like that. I don't. Yeah. It literally makes me... You can't fuck with a condom on because we're using a condom. Yeah. Especially like if we aren't in a committed situation and they act like it's so... I don't care if we fucked before raw. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. If me and you aren't committed and we haven't said, hey, we're only having sex with each other and we haven't had a conversation about it, I don't care. Like that really gives me the ick. I hate it. Mm -hmm. When niggas be like, oh, this, this condom making me soft. I can't... Man, let me take it. Stop. Stop bothering me. You either gonna keep the condom on or you can go home because my vibrator right here. Yeah. That is my biggest ick. I absolutely hate it. When you get the ick, do you leave? Like, will you leave or will you just still have sex? Um, like, like if somebody says they can't use a condom and if he can use the condom, like, I'll still, you know, I wanna, you know, scratch my little itch now. Yeah. But afterwards, I'd be like, kind of annoyed but it depends on like how big of the ick that is like if you're like persistent on it and you killing the vibe i'ma just all right i'ma fuck with you my boy mm -hmm. and i'ma head on that mm. i can't do it i can't do it like some icks you can kind of get past like sometimes a, like you know i like to talk dirty in the bedroom and sometimes a nigga will say something you'll be like huh Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that didn't happen to me before. What they say? I cannot say. Mm -hmm. Like if a nigga be hitting like, oh yeah, that ushy gushy feel good. <laughs> I might kind of like that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if a nigga call my shit ushy gushy, <laughs> oh yeah, baby, that ushy gushy. Okay, hopefully he don't sound like that. Hey, though. that's what I'm that's What if he whispery? Oh, baby, that ushy gushy. <laughs> no, no. I don't want no nigga in my ear talking about that ushy gushy. What if it's ushy and gushy? I mean, it is, but say something else. What he supposed to say? Man, that puts like, that grip on this motherfucker. That's even worse. <laughs> I feel like those are naked legs. Hey, I like that. Hey, that wet puts that grip on that motherfucker. I'm like, it is. If I'm having sex with somebody and they say pussy, I like that's it. an ick. I like that's that. an ick. That's icky if they say pussy. That means he real dirty. I don't he like that. You don't like what I no. say? Pussy? <laughs> Stop saying that. That's Please. what it is. I know you got some wet pussy. What's wrong, Drea? I don't know what's Let's wrong with it. Stop saying that. I don't. Okay, but that's I'm, nasty. I don't like that word. That's I don't like that word. Okay, so what you like when niggas say? You know, I like when niggas say like sweet stuff, like sweet stuff during sex. Oh, like, like that pussy that tastes like a Hershey Kessels. No, be. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, give me an example. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna just talk about my ick. Okay, goddamn. I don't like drunk ass sex. Okay, that's the ick for me. Yeah. Like if me and a nigga about to have sex and he drunk as fuck, I'm not fucking you. Okay. I'm not having sex with you. I like tipsy sex. Like so, I like you know to like turn up with my nigga, get a little tipsy. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like sex be good when you yeah. be tipsy, when you, when you get drunk? a little inebriated. But when you too fucking drunk, yeah. that dick hard. It's a no for me. It, it's it's hard. <sighs> 
you gonna be taking too long tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just doing anything. Facts. Facts. Your breath kind of tart. Ooh, that breath, that Hennessy breath be tart than a bitch. I don't fuck with niggas that drink Hennessy, but oh tequila breath God. do be a motherfucker. All that shit, all of it be funky. All that shit, it be funky. Go brush your teeth. Mm-mm, because it's going to make that ushy gushy real dry. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be ushing and It gushing. ain't going to be ushing and gushing no more. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. That pussy going to be dry. <laughs> I knew you like that word. You so fake. You so fake, bro. I don't, I don't like that word, but it's just funny. Do. I do not like that word, bitch. I do not. I will block a nigga if he ever said that to me. Okay, so uh, I got one more ick. <clears throat> Another ick that I have is I don't like when a nigga think he beating it up and he talking shit like he is. And he talking good shit, mm. but he not beating it up. Like when a nigga like, you know, you know how niggas be like, you, you know, you like that. You know, you like the, when mm-hmm. I'm fucking you or whatever, like. But you talking that good shit, but it's really not hitting like that. Mm-hmm. I really be getting the it because I be like, you know, I don't. I used to be a faker. I used to be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But now I just be like, okay, let's change positions. It's not working out. For me. Mm-hmm. Like I will speak up and be like, no, this not it. Hold on, this not it. Like I don't try to embarrass them, but I definitely be letting a nigga know, like, nah, you not, you not hitting it right. And mm-hmm. I feel, and I, I always say this, I wish more women would do that. Stop faking. If a nigga talking to you and he feel like he beating it up, tell that nigga, no, you not. Yeah, facts. You know, like, hold if on, you're let's not switch. being pleased in the bedroom, you should not be shy to let a nigga know, nigga, you is not doing your big one. You, you is not. not you so, you yeah, that's another ick for me when a nigga talking shit like he doing his big one and it's like, mm, <sighs> this is not enjoyable. Mm. Sex is so different now. From when? From like in my twenties. Oh, like I just like I be speaking my mind. Like I do too. Oh my god, I be saying, "Hey, do this. Hey, do I like this? Yeah. Hey, do I be? I be moving your head. Yeah, I'm really controlling in the bedroom. Like I'm not gonna lie, I realized that the other day. I feel like I'm a little controlling too, but I kind of feel like I always been that way. You know? Yeah, I haven't. I used to like to. I kind of like being submissive in the bedroom too because I'm such an aggressive person. So I feel like that's the one area where I can kind of, you know, let loose. But sometimes you gotta direct a nigga. Like that's why it's important for a man to know your body. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ever have to tell certain people how, what to do because they know what to do because mm-hmm. they have been fucking me for so long. Mm. Well, sorry. another ick is like if a nigga fart. What if that ushy gushy getting too good? <laughs> no. So, and I only said that because oh. that happened to me before. I, I'm not going to lie. What like, if he's trying to, like, me what if he's trying to bust his nut? And he farted. And it, he was trying to push it out. And, <laughs> and what if he went like this? No, because right? that's, that's really what happened. He was like this. I feel like he... <laughs> No, bitch, if he did that. <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. But no, oh, for real, this nigga farty, and I was just like, Mm-mm, it's okay. You stopped? Yeah. Did it stink? I was like, we... no, I didn't smell it, but bitch, I knew it was him. It wasn't me. It could have been that pussy. It could have been that pussy. It was not that ushy gushy. Sometimes that pussy be fine. And you can feel it. And you know. I'm not going to lie, that pussy noise, the wind queef, <laughs> that is so embarrassing. Is it? Queefing sounds like a fart. It do, but... It never, never sounds like... It's not like that. Queefing be like this. <laughs> and then when you stand up, it still be coming out. You standing up going to the bathroom. <laughs> Damn, pussy! 
It's a it's pussy. a bitty bean of me now. Bro, that pussy done failed me a few times. <laughs> Why you doing that, bitch? And I'm I like, don't feel like it's embarrassing. I feel like niggas know what it is. They know you queefing. No, they don't know that because a queef and a fart sounds the same, bitch. Bitch, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shame to any bitch that's just walking around farting like that. I was hoping a queef. No, you talk about a queef and a fart sound the same. They that's why you be embarrassed. Like I would hope that ain't no bitch walking around farting like that <laughs> after sex. I would hope a you nigga right. know that that's your pussy queefing. I know, but if you just walking around farting, <laughs> bitch, you ain't got no shame. Yeah, beep beep. You ain't got no shame. At least do the what? trick. At least do the little trick I taught y'all. Y'all know the trick. You that gotta, trick don't work. Yes, it do. Yes, okay, it tell do. the trick again. Lift one booty cheek up. It, it, it just gonna come out like this. <laughs> and he not even gonna hear it if you got a fart oh, and your man over there. Terrifying. I'll Don't like, raise the cover. You know, I'll be talking like, you know, when you sit up and that, that air come out and it sound like a fart, I always be like putting the disclaimer. I'll be like, ooh, my pussy. Just so he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> Bitch, I just feel like why would a nigga make I've never had no nigga make the assumption that I farted though. I don't know if he is or not, but I gotta make sure. That's why I always say, ooh, my pussy. Except one time I did actually fart. And he was like, oh No, he was like, ooh, is that your pussy? I was like, yo. <laughs> Got away with that one. It didn't stink. <laughs> it was just air in that booty hole. It was just air. But yeah, I mean, maybe he did stink a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> Jeraya! What? See, it's, and so how? Okay, it slipped out. And so did that man fart. You talking about you got the ink. That's a little bit different, though, because as a woman, I was like on my back and my legs was open, so I couldn't clench it right. Why you farting? Your ass is together. Maybe you it wasn't. Been, you don't know what he was back there doing, bitch. Been able to hold this shit. You don't know what he was about that playing with his booty. He could have been back there playing. Okay. With, when a nigga hitting you from the back, you don't know what he doing with his hands. If they not both on you, he could be back there playing with his booty. Oh my god. That's all. Have they happened to you before? I don't know. I don't what know. Do I hope mean, not. I don't know. Cause I don't mess with some crazy niggas. I will say there was one guy, if we never recorded ourselves having sex, but if I saw a videotape of us having sex and he was playing with his booty, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I'll say that. That's interesting. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's let's move on. Let's move so that's on. my ick. That's my that's if a nigga ick. fart during during sex. Fart. If he fight, <laughs> I'm cutting it off. I'm what? leaving. Why did you say it like that? Do you know that's how New Orleans people say fart? fart. They say fart. <laughs> I remember my ex-boyfriend in uh, high school. He used to say that shit all the time. No, he oh. didn't die. Okay, sorry. He was not from New Orleans the oh. one that died. R.I.P. Yeah, for real. But yeah, no, my ex-boyfriend from high school, he was from New Orleans and he used to always say fart. He would be talking about fart that much? Did you know he said <laughs> fart like that? No. But whenever he had to say it, he would say fight. That pussy was fighting. <laughs> now it's time to get into the bow. Hey. The bow. Ow. The bow. 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 
Okay. What's show bop? My bop of the week, I was actually put on to this by a close friend. It's called Tokyo Cowboy by Ama Lu. I haven't finished her whole EP that she dropped. I actually don't know if it's new or if it's old, but this song has been on repeat. I absolutely love it. Her vibe is that, you know, that soft, eclectic R&B. Mm-hmm. I, this is, might not be a fair comparison because, like I said, I haven't got through her whole EP, but she kind of gives me a Solange vibes a little bit from what I've listened to so far. Um, so, yeah, Tokyo Cowboy, Amalu, that's my Bob of the Week. Great R&B. Shout out to her. Amalu is A-M-A-L-O-U. I'm going to make y'all another R&B playlist, too. I'm working on that. My pop is Turn Your Click Up by Quavo and Future. That's a, she wants the scoop. She wants the mm-hmm. A hit. I like that. It's a hit. I like that. It's a good song. It is. You know what else is a good song? What? Taylor Port Junkie. That is a good song. Is that the same beat as Jumbo, Jumbotron shit? Popping? No. It sounds the same. The beginning, I can see how you it's think like the beginning. Do, do, the bass yeah. line the same. Mm-hmm. But Taylor Board Junkie is it's a, a good pop. song. But yeah, Turn Your Click Up is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with it. I don't I like, like how Future said that about Russell, but I'm going to let it slide. Yeah, I mean, he could have left that little line out, but yeah. you know, it's future. It's future. We're going to let him a little pity. But, you know, it's summertime, and I feel like we haven't really been having no summer box. You know, like I'm this. sorry. Like, it's as summertime. Far as, like, hip hop songs, no. rap songs. We Sexy Red carried the whole summer on yeah, her back she did. by herself. Shout out to Sexy Outside Red. Outside of Sexy, yes. She Outside carried the whole Sexy summer. Red. Her back. It haven't really been no bangers this summer, but that's a good song. Turn your click up is good. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. You driving, you swerving. I'm sexy, so he nervous. nervous. That's a bar. Niggas nervous. do be nervous because I'm sexy. They be real nervous. Shout out to sexy. Man. Amen. Okay, so now we're going to get into the item of the week. Um, <laughs> what you got for us, Dre? You always so, got a good one, too. Yeah, so for my item of the week, I actually have... Me and when me and Lex, where were we? We were in Nashville. We was in Nashville and I had needed some like boob tape. Or no, I didn't need boob tape. I needed like something to hold my pants up because they was a little too big and I didn't have time to get them taken in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I saw this liquid fashion tape. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, let me try these. Because, you know, I done tried like the little double-sided tape or whatever, but I never tried a liquid version. Right. When I say this shit stick, it's going to stick and keep shit in place. Mm. And keep shit pulled up and tucked in. I like it. And it don't have no scent. I should have used that. And it's like a little roll-on. And it's a roll-on. I super glued my titty. Yeah. But I didn't have this when you had to do that. Oh, yeah. And I don't think this would have held it. I don't think it's that strong. It would have held it. My titty not heavy no more. No, it's not. But I'm saying, I don't know if it's that strong. Oh. Like, I think it's just meant to... To keep it in place. Yeah, but not not to like... Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But y'all really like it. It's a roll-on skin adhesive. I got it from CVS. Okay. And it's by Hollywood Fashion Secrets. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the same brand that I use for like the double-sided tape too. Okay, I'm about to try this. Mm-hmm. I like I really that. Like it. I like that. Okay, so now we are about to get into our favorite segment of the week. If you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon member, y'all make sure y'all sign up for Patreon. Our Patreon has been 
It was messy last week. It's it's been messy a lot lately. So make sure y'all go sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Poor Minds. We post bonus content. So if you want double Poor Minds weekly, this is what you're going to want to sign up for. Um, New episodes drop every week. So if you're a Patreon member, you get to skip the line when you ask questions. So just Mm -hmm. put in the head, you know, that you're a Patreon member. All right, Drea. Do we have two questions or just one? Two. Where's the other one? You got the other one? Uh-uh. I only have one. Maybe it's just one then. Okay, maybe it's just one because it's okay. the only one. Go ahead. <clears throat> hey, girls. First off, I want to start by saying I love both of you so much, and y'all are like big sisters. I wish I had. Now, let's get into this question. I am 28. When I was two, my biological father got deported back to the islands. When my dad got deported, I went to live with my mom and one of my sisters, who is just a year older than me, and we went into foster care because her mother had passed away. The first time I met this sister, she expressed to me how she would envy me because while she had to go to foster care, my mom, OG Good Pussy, got married to my stepdad who was really wealthy. Who was really wealthy. She told me she always hated silver spoon fed bitches. Okay, so now that we got that out the way, here's my problem. When I met her, she had a sugar daddy, from my understanding, and she would always want me to come hang out with them. I found out a few weeks down the line that she had an arrangement with him so where if she could get me to have sex with him, he would pay her a finder's fee. So basically, y'all, she tried to pimp me out. Mm, this her sister that did it? Yeah. Oh, Lord. But I peeped game and flipped the script on both of them I started acting genuinely interested in him and made him fall in love all while never having sex with him I know it might not be morally right but I told him I was sexually abused as a kid and it took me a while to get intimate with men because of it all lies but he fell for it Fast forward, a couple years later, he paid for me to get my boobs done, veneers, my credit fixed, and bought me a new car. Again, all while never having sex with me. And now my sister is pissed, saying I stole her trick. But it's like, bitch, I wouldn't even have known him if you never tried to pimp a real pee out. What Drake say? Cannot play a player, babe. LOL. Now she homeless, jobless, and... (laughs) Oh my God. Now she's homeless, jobless, and all else saying I owe her something because she introduced us. How would y'all handle this? Should I feel bad? Side note, he cut her off because she kept talking bad about me and trying to start drama. All she does is speak bad on me and try to prove she's the better sister. I can care less, honestly. I'm just here for my things and to get my shit in order to move up in life. But the petty side of me loves showing off how much I'm elevating, LOL. Do you guys think I owe her anything? Can't wait to to hear your thoughts thank you sisters love y'all obviously y'all just fucking hate each other <laughs> like because if y'all were like if you had real love for each other y'all would have really figured out a plan together and been running that nigga up together because there was a way y'all could have done that y'all just don't like each other so obviously you and your sister don't have any type of relationship so i mean i guess you shouldn't feel bad unless you care about having a relationship with her but there's no going back from this there's no going back. Yeah, you stole her tree. You really did steal her it's trick. It's hard to find a good tree. It is. And the fact that you haven't had sex with him, he's gotten you all these things, and she was fucking him. And, and not she's homeless. homeless and jobless. There's no going back. And you don't like her, because if that was your sister for real, you would have at least well, made she sure she had said that the yeah. sister don't like her, didn't ever like her. Yeah, so y'all don't have no type of relationship. So no, I guess you don't owe her nothing. But I, I've always felt like sometimes, you know... <clears throat> 
Blood, what is the saying? Blood ain't thicker than water. Blood, blood they say blood is. But sometimes it ain't, bitch, okay? Yeah. Sometimes Thanks. it fucking ain't. So, honestly, I get that, that maybe she traumatized you when you were younger and you felt some type of way to do that get back. But now, I think what you need to do is let that hurt go. Everything that she did to you and made you feel, you don't have to prove nothing to her. You won, okay? Mm -hmm. You won. So, get your things for your betterment, your satisfaction. Stop getting things from him to throw in her face. Life has already kicked her down. She's gotten her karma. So now you need to move in a better way. Because let me tell you about life. It can change in the blink of an eye. So just as quick as you got all them things, they can be taken away. Now, yeah. be grateful and, and be humble, okay? Because, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be toying around with some shit too fucking much to where, you know, you end up in the same position. Because it can happen. And you did steal her trick. You can give her a little money. Damn, help out a little bit. Give her a little one, too. God damn. She, you said she homeless. You can give her a little bridge. She got stop. her karma. You can stop under the bridge real quick. Shout out to her. What? I wonder what kind of car she got. Let us know what kind of car you got. Give us an update. I need the tea, bitch. Oh. Because mm. y'all can pit me at. <laughs> I'm just lying. Too far, too far. Okay. Um, And we're going to close it out with a voicemail. We got a voicemail yes. today? We got a voicemail today. So make sure if you want your voicemail left on uh, the show, this is our shot line segment. So leave something on the shot line. Call the number below. Y'all, this is not the advice line. It's just to get things off your chest. You know, what's been going on. Give us a little update. Try to keep it under, you know, 45 seconds. That's what I would like. So, yeah, give us a call. Get things off your chest and let us know. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we got for today, Thad? Hey, Lex. Hey, Drea. I'm fan. Oh. Y'all read one of my stories on here, and I was so excited, so happy for this day. Flex, I'm like, yeah. Flex and Drea put me on their show. Um, Yeah, I love y'all. Can't wait to see y'all at the Charlotte show. Last time, y'all, we had a ball at that last Charlotte show, so I'm excited. Proud of y'all. Um, Yeah, so shout me out when y'all see me just you know this voicemail or whatever yeah fans on North Carolina representing love y'all bye Oh, I'm not gonna Period. lie. I love getting voicemails like that. Me too. That was so sweet. That was sweet. And like, we had fun in Charlotte too. We yeah, had a ball. Charlotte was a ball. So mm -hmm. yeah, I love hearing the voicemails and they be like, you know, y'all so sweet. I'm so proud of y'all and stuff because it lets me know like, because sometimes I feel like, damn, we behind. We not doing enough. It lets me know that we're still on the right road and we're yeah. getting to the people that we supposed to get to. Amen, sister. You know what I'm saying? So anything you got to promote and say before we close this shit out? You know, just shop MuseBeautyCollection.com for all of your lip gloss, lip liner, matte liquid lipstick mm -hmm. needs. Um, I also have some t-shirts on there, too, that are limited edition. And, you know, we on tour. We on tour. We about to go to Chicago next. And yeah, that's all I got to promote. Yeah, um, we outside, bitch. That's all I got to promote here. I'm finna turn up at these motherfucking shows. We finna have a good motherfucking yeah. time. Go have some jokes for y'all ass, some tears for y'all ass. It's a whole experience. Yep. So make sure y'all go to poorminds.com and get y'all tickets. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex T. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And I got some really good news for y'all. Yes. 
period, y'all. We are about to revamp our whole Patreon. Yeah. We got so much new shit coming soon for y'all. Like we about to be doing challenges. We about to be doing vlogs. Mm-hmm. We really about to be dropping a lot of exclusive content for y'all. So if one episode a week is not enough, y'all about to get some more content on Patreon. Yes, y'all be saying, oh, make the episodes longer. I need twice a week. Well, this is your opportunity to see us twice a week. And also, you kind of get you're gonna get a look into our lives mm-hmm. and know us on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all sign up at patreon.com backslash poor mind. Sign up today. There's different tiers. So if you want audio only, you can just listen. If you want video and audio, we have that too. And also we have a top top tier where you get exclusive access to merch, shows, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So go to patreon.com backslash poor minds and sign up today. go to my website musebeautycollection.com and get your limited edition Dre and Nicole t-shirts. This is one of the shirts and then Lex had on the other shirt in their limited edition y'all. So once they sell out, they gone. www.musebeautycollection.com. Get your t-shirts, get your lip gloss, period. You want to talk shit? You want to run your mouth? You want some gangsters front your motherfucking house? We'll set this bitch off. Set this bitch off. We'll set this bitch off. Set this bitch off. They call me badass, and I'll punish ya. You ain't my equal, we ain't people, I ain't one of ya. Since 98, I grabbed my plate up out the lunch table. I told my mom thugging outside, we don't need cable. Now I'm the nipples on the titty. I'm the motor car to hit me. I'm the V12 and the 760. You niggas, bitches. G codes. <laughs> we thugging. We all got bread, so if we fall, we the crushes. We the dodo in the duchess. Pistol in the camera and a pistol in the stepfield. I got the sickest beamer. I, I got, got the, the sickest magnum. magnum. I got the sickest charger. Yeah, y'all 30, 30 miles 40. 40. Hey. Oh, we ahead. <laughs> it's the day that you gonna be deceased for playing with a beast. I told Turk, I take my call off in the take it there. You, you niggas, niggas ain't playing my project. Y'all, y'all pay that to fail. Trillion entertainment, that's my thugs there. That's love there. DA, don't search my house because ain't no motherfucking drugs there. We got retarded with the shit. Do do something in my shoe. I said it off a fitness. Set it off in this motherfucker. Set it out. My click all dogs. Bitch, don't make us set it off. Set it off in this motherfucker. Set it off. My click all dogs. Bitch, don't make us set it off. Hey, that's a hard song. Boosie was rapping on that motherfucker. Boosie. Hey. Come on, pull my gear down now. You jumping like a frog will put you on that wall. What they be saying in Louisiana? Wow. All right. We'll see y'all next week.